This episode is an indirect sequel to another episode that I published slash produced on this podcast a while ago. And that episode which I am referring to was called Why Does This Lecture Exist? And of course, this lecture is also, I mean, this episode is also called something similar. That is impractical lectures. And okay, so coming back on topic. So... Uh, so in that episode, in short, I discussed about a lecture which uh, was called Math Tuts, T-U-T-S, right? Which stood for tutorials. And so uh, we had another lecture parallel to it, which was very similar to it, which I didn't cover in that episode. And that is why I call this episode an indirect sequel. So what was the parallel lecture or the similar lecture to the Math Tuts lecture called? Well, it was called the BC Toots, okay? So the BC stood for business communication. It was an actual subject that we had to stu- uh, study in uh, one of the, as one of the subjects in our degree, in, our, in the degree college, in my degree, in my first year, if that makes sense. And business communication was essentially English on steroids or English in disguise, you know? You're basically learning English all over again with a new name, if that makes sense. Or if for those who are maybe younger, who may not have, uh, you know, have gotten a chance to study business communication. So what was BC TUTS then? Well, BC TUTS and TUTS, T-U-T-S as for tutorials, was simply an extension of the business communication, just how the math TUTS was an extension for the math lecture, right? Like math TUTS could be taken for uh, practical, so similar to that on the same lines. If tutorial feels too, you know, sophisticated. I know my college has some very absurd naming conventions for these impractical, you know, see, get it? Impractical lectures, but let's keep going on. So what was there or what happened in these specifically um, BC Toots lectures? Well, in these lectures, as I said, they were an extension to the, uh, the subject at hand. And in the subject, we studied mostly theory. And there was just this part, you know, where they, for some reason, the professor in charge decided to take an extra practice, you know, like a tutorial type of lecture that was additional from the base uh, theory syllabus and, you know, and whatnot, where we would come and, you know, do extra studies. Like for math, understood, you know, I get it, you know, in the previous episode, I did explain how it was conducted for solving extra sums. And you know, it was justified. But for this, I do not get it. But anyway, so it was conducted basically where you would we would do lots of things, right? We would practice, uh, you know, all sorts of communication skills and writing skills and all sorts of stuff. And of course, as we progress in the episode, I will give you several instances of the absurd things and the weird experiences I had in this tutorial lecture which should give you a vivid and much more a brighter idea of what I'm uh, trying to uh, vaguely describe in the beginning, if that makes sense. Now, the thing is that the professor in charge had, you know, massive absentism from her side towards her own lecture. As in, she used to say that imagine like on this day, after all the lectures, you know, we have the BC Toots lecture at XYZ time. And so everybody, you know, at least in batches, right? The the tutorial lectures were not like your regular lectures, right? So imagine if in your regular lectures, we would have, right? uh, Like imagine a a class of 100 students. So uh, in a regular lecture, right? uh, Like the main subject and whatnot, all the 100 students would attend. But the tutorial lecture worked a bit differently, right? It was, the thing is they wanted to approach students in small batches so that they could understand and teach the concept more personally. At least that was, 
this was their explanation of it so the entire class of 100 students was divided into five batches of 20 students and so again i i was in one of those batches of course and so imagine the teacher right the professor in charge of the bc tots said after all your subject lectures on uh, you know tuesday right after all these lectures you would be having your bc tots lecture in the xyz room at xyz time right and so we would assemble basically after all the lectures when all the other students and all the other batches whose lectures were not there had gone home and we are just waiting sitting and waiting there right but the teacher used to never come you know it's like she was notorious for being absent to her own lectures and i think this was a w because uh, you know what I, i would take a free lecture any day the purpose of this lecture was once again like that episode non existent i i genuinely didn't understand it and the only reason i attended the lecture of course was for attendance again because they made such a big deal out of it and having a mandatory attendance quota of sub, uh, of a certain percentage that if you didn't make it they would take action against you and you know i just absolutely hate this thing so i attended it for the sake of attendance so the specific, you know there is a something special about the professor in charge of this bc tots lecture and she has i've had many many experiences with her to say the least right and again unrelated to this episode but uh, they, they she has been it's a woman she has been playing a major role in my life till at the present if that makes sense and so that she will be uh, and more about her of course i will be sharing in a saga that is in that will be in an, a series of episodes of its own a saga for those who do not understand is simply a series of episodes on a topic unlike the most episodes on my podcast which are unrelated to each other and are one off story episodes an example of which would be you know original listeners would know og people from back in the day would know that i have a series or a saga which was called the hair saga which was a series of episodes which was not re- uh, released in the same order or right after the other but it was basically about me sharing my struggles and everything that uh, i had or dealt or experienced with her in the most relatable way possible don't worry and so yeah and so similar to that i have i am of course working on many sagas so many unpublished but some i have some i have started like the banking one the email one the investing one which i'm calling the stonks one right and so again so the the professor in charge for the bc tots lecture she will come in a saga of her own don't worry and so she there is so much to learn about this particular entity as of now let's come back to topic in the first year right we had the bc tots lecture and the specific uh, scenario right uh, surrounding the atmosphere of the first year was that we had the pandemic I, the pandemic had started and you know been almost a year and a half at that point so the first half of the my first year of degree college basically was online and so i do not remember the first semester you know in the first year we had two semesters right and so the first semester and the first year was basically online and so i don't remember you know ish about anything we did i used to simply log into the that, that, that lecture and go to sleep i think i i made an episode about how how i bunked every single zoom lecture and what not again worth a listen and so in that i explain what i did and so pretty much because of that i did not listen to anything and so i cannot recall anything what was done in that but eventually in the second semester right the second half of the first year of my degree college was offline right the college is opened up the vaccines were out and everything and so now now so of course you if i'm in the in person in college in the physical institution i cannot just keep you know uh, escaping and dodging the stuff right and so that is why i recall very vividly all the funny weird and absurd experiences that i shared 
and had in the second half of this BC to Stoets and tutorials thingy. Okay, so let's start with the first experience. Okay, so one day, right, we were assembled in that room after all the lectures, our batch, and the teacher actually came, you know, for a for, you know for a for a you know for a change of pace. And uh, so on that day, the teacher decided that we would be doing writing skills. The teacher, professor, you know, potato, potato. And uh, so she said that we would be doing dialogue writing. And so she gave us a topic between two people discussing about, you know, ABC topic. And so she made everybody, you know, for 10 minutes, basically open their notebooks, take their pens on a new piece of paper or page, uh, write down the dialogue between two characters. And at the end of the timer, she would basically ask people uh, to read out, basically stand up and, you know, read out their submission in front of the classroom to see, you know, their skills, basically to write uh, particular, you know, pieces of uh, writing skills in the simplest way possible. And so what happened is I'm naturally uh, proficient in English to quite an extent. And I am also a quick writer. May I may I may or may not have made an episode on my speed of writing. But uh, so I finished naturally, I finished my submission rather early. I was maybe the first or second person to finish writing my submission, that is the dialogue writing. And I, I looked around the classroom and uh, only one and two people had finished. That's why I said I was the third person to finish it. And I didn't want to raise my hand. You know, I was, I'm not the type to participate in class, right? I don't have what it takes, the courage, you know, I'm a scary little cat. I don't have the courage to basically stand up and be judged by the teacher and, you know, all the strangers and hundreds of students, basically, right? So I, so I quietly stood. No, I mean, stood as in, I meant to say sat, you know, with my closed body language to just, and didn't move. And I looked down at my desk. I didn't, you know, make eye contact with the teacher. And so I just, you know, sat there and waited. And eventually minutes passed and more and more people started to finish uh, their submission. And at a certain point, the timer had gone off and the teacher started uh, asking, you know, does anybody want to read? And so a few people, you know, three people raised their hands. And so in a row, the first person went, read the submission, second person, so the third person, etc. And then ma'am wanted more, but nobody raised their hands. But ma'am noticed, right? I think I would like to believe that ma'am had noticed from my body language that I had already finished, right, quite early and I was sitting silent. And so she decided that, uh, Rylan, could you please stand up and read us your submission? I was like, okay. And I stood up, you know, I took the book in my hands, opened the page to the dialogue thing because, you know, it was flying with the fans and the air and whatnot. And I slowly started reading my submission. And I kid you not, she praised my submission, you know, the dialogue that I had written between the two characters, this fictional setting. And, you know, basically I got a small round of applause and then I basically sat. The thing was that the professor had planned many such events, right? This was just one of the many events that she had planned throughout the year and activities that we would be doing in this BC Toots lecture. But her absentism or her track record of absentism was showing a trajectory that the half of the year that was left, you know, the only second semester that was left, she would not be able to complete it. Or at least if she wanted to, she would have to increase her attendance. Okay, let's move on to this second experience. In the second experience, what happened was one day again, we are sitting in the lecture waiting for the beer, you know, the ma'am to walk in. And surprisingly, she does come again, you know, she is present. And you're like, okay, I don't get to go home this time. And so we sit, the ma'am comes, you know, she, we greet her, we sit down, she takes the attendance, of course. And then she tells us about what we were going to do that day. And she tells us that we are going to do some career planning 
or and she's going to ask us about our potential professions meaning she would ask everybody once you know she would go uh, line by line uh, to, from every student you know in the benches she would pick every single student up one after the other and personally ask them what they wanted to be in the future basically you had to tell ma'am a profession you know it could be a doctor a lawyer engineer or anything and so she i was sitting in the third row right and so she picked up the students from the first row one by one from the start to the very back and so people started giving you know very uh, varied answers like teachers managers doctors lawyers scientists etc etc right and so the thing is i and you would be, and so you the biggest question is like what is rylan going to say right you know the thing is i've expressed very explicitly on this podcast to long time listeners that my po- uh, passion is podcasting right and so one might naturally believe that i am going to stand up with my chest uh, held up high you know and you know shoulders back and you know with a big smile on my face proudly say ma'am i will be a podcaster you know but no no that i couldn't do that right podcasting is such very new in india right as compared to in other most places in the world right so i don't think see the thing is most people right even friends that of of my age let alone the teacher right do not know what podcasts are and or even if they know they don't listen to it right so if i just said a word they would be like you made those words up bro right so i couldn't name that and again there is some stigma and many other reasons right and so and back then of course it was like 2 years ago at this point and so telling that i wanted to be a podcaster was not an option and as i was going through this right wait so if i don't tell them that i am going to be a podcaster right i need to tell them something and by and while i'm going through this mental jumbo and in my head you know like this juggling what happens is ma'am starts on the second row right and the second row doesn't have many students it only has four students remember the 100 students in of the class were divided into ba- five batches of 20 students right and so there were not a lot of students to me and i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm like what do i do what do i do and so what happens is while i'm thinking the second row ends and i'm sitting at maybe the third or fourth bench of the third row and the third row starts and she picks up you know the first student in the third row and i'm like i have to pick something for the life of me what am i going to say and she's going and i'm like you know what uh, I, uh, i think i'll say dentist right i think it sounds cool it sounds sophisticated you know people will think that i'm great and so she comes and she's like okay next and i'm like oh ma'am my name is rylan and i want to be a dentist right i said it you know very proudly you know very you know in the most you know confident way possible that showed that i was very determined in being what i wanted to be but then she asked and she looked at me right <laughs> she looked at me you know with the most confused look that she could ever you know look at me in and she asked me was i okay like are you okay rylan like why did you pick the wrong stream and i was like what what and then it all made sense you know it all came crashing down because i realized that wait a second i was in commerce right i was from a commerce background and i was still pursuing a commerce degree right and it's only natural that a dentist or dentistry or whatever that thing or field is called would be something related to science right you would have to be in a stream of science and so how how did i not think of that and just randomly blurt out you know a being a dentist and i was like basically there was a my i body temperature dropped you know basically every single hair on my body stood up you know i was getting goosebumps there was shivers tingling down my spine you know i was i was about to get a panic attack with how fast like my heartbeat was like maybe 50 60 however the regular heartbeat is and it jumped to a 200 in a split second 
every single eyeball eyeball in the class looking at my face and you know and it's a pitch silent in the classroom and the ma'am awaiting an answer now what do i tell ma'am you know i made this realization on the spot as well and i was like a uh, a uh, uh, ma'am the, the 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 thing is that uh, i i said it out of nervousness the thing is, the thing is that uh, i haven't picked what i actually want to do and when i said that to ma'am i expected that she would let me go away in the sense that i wouldn't have to tell her anything or i could tell it to her later you know it's natural right it's not it's like you expect like a 15 16 17 18 19 year old person to already know what he wants to do for the rest of your life right and so the thing is like imagine imagine if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer etc right and so it's okay have you done what a doctor does have you done what a lawyer does have you done what a you know engineer does right so how would you know you want to be that right it's like drawing makes sense you have practiced you are good at it you like it yes you can make that sense right and any other hobbies like that you can engage like dancing or any other performing arts of sorts but these things like doctor lawyer engineer they're just words you know backed by years of study and you have not even been in the workplace or the profession and done what these people do out in the field and we are already as children and kids supposed to decide that we want to be these things right and so it is a big gamble you know from my side and this moral dilemma anyway so i thought that she would let me go but turns out she did not she, i thought she would let me sit and move on to the person behind me but no she was like uh, you're not sitting until you pick a profession and tell it to me and i was like oh come on where have i gotten stuck she just won't let me go so i was like okay uh, what what are my other options then i realized that instead of coming up with an option on my own i could just start thinking of all the other options that i had heard before me and pick one from them and tell it to ma'am so that i could get out of this for good and so i was like uh, uh, ma'am ma ma i i i want to become a manager and she's like oh nice she's like okay sit down and so i sat down and then she picked the person behind me and then one by one she moved to the last fourth and final row and picked the remaining students and asked them what they wanted to be and with that officially the the part where the the basically the the career planning profession thingy ended and so this thing right where i accidentally said dentist and you know basically made a you know fool of myself in class this is a funny story that i shared to a girl and she, and the thing see it's funny in hindsight of course but in the moment it was you know tantalizingly embarrassing and so again when i told this to this girl you know the story she found it funny and she did not see it in the way i saw it you know in the moment in the situation and again she this girl and i go, have a long history and she will definitely have a saga of her own which is not related to this episode but i just wanted to let you know you know that it, it may come in the future moving on now you, now the thing is that this career planning profession thingy wasn't just for no reason right it was a supplementary to what was about to come and what was about to come was interviews right the thing is that the ma'am wanted to conduct mock interviews conducted by some students for the rest of the students wherein now that we know all the professions the some people would be uh, chosen you know at random or you know voluntarily or ma'am would pick them and these students would be assigned a group of students and they would uh, you know note down the student whom they are assigned and their profession and they would be the interviewers right and they would write 10 questions basically for that person and so on a certain date of course that would be scheduled and assigned and what not on that day we would basically come on stage and the interviewer would ask that particular student whom they had been assigned that particular profession the questions that they had prepared to see how well they were prepared right as if like first of all 
first of all the the profession that they had chosen again required like more 2 3 5 years worth of study and so i don't really understand what they were preparing the interviews for now yet when they have not even begun doing the actual studies right for what they wanted to be if that makes sense anyways so again as i said the ma'am wanted to do interviews and so she asked she explained this concept that i just explained to you now for the mock interviews and she asked people to raise their hands who want to participate and so eventually what happened was see nobody likes to participate it's like i'm it's i'm not saying that i'm the only odd ball who doesn't like to participate right the sentiment is shared everybody in class is lazy and i don't think anybody enjoyed this lecture like me and so when ma'am asked right so who wants to be the interviewers naturally nobody raised their hands and i felt bad you know i wanted to be the main character of this you know my own anime and so i raised my hand you know straight up like i didn't want ma'am to feel bad and so she's like okay rylan uh, you will be the first interviewer and then looking at me you know like how people you know you need a leader you know it's like the first person steps ahead or raises their hand and the others follow so again two three more students after me raised their hand voluntarily and enrolled themselves and so four and two five basically students including me were the interviewers for the remaining 15 students in the batch right and so we we were assigned again the remaining students accordingly proportionately and we had to note down their profession and interview uh, and write questions for them and so i went home naturally and being the type of guy that i am that is who likes to do things the earliest right now imagine like i go home on a monday right and i have something due on a saturday i don't know how other people will do it of course i can take an estimate right they would be like come on bro we have time you know and they are saying this on friday night okay and they are like basically when are they doing this on saturday morning right before the ma'am is collecting the homework in class right so there are these type of people and there are me who would be doing the work in class or immediately after i get home you know change my clothes freshen up and sit down and get the work done with right that's how i am i like to get my done over with and then basically said idle sit free because there is nothing on my mind bothering me i don't understand how these people who put things off you know can actually enjoy because i fi- i find that these things just linger at the back of the mind and don't allow me to enjoy things to the fullest and so naturally i sit i write all 10s and 20 and 50 questions for different people pe- the professions and people that i was assigned and i i sit prepared now of course uh, the everything that i've been building since the start of this episode is going to come you know at this very moment Now again, as I said, only half a year was left, the second semester, and that too, she, our ma'am was over ambitious, right? The professor, but her over ambitious was there was something more ambitious, right, than her uh, of plans for the lectures, and that was her, uh, uh, you know, absenteeism. Her over absenteeism basically stomped, you know, her ambitions for the lecture out the window, because she basically went on like a seven lecture, uh, you know, absenteeism streak of sorts, and basically she she uh, ab- she absented her way. almost till the end of the year right and so this event that we all prepared or at least only i was the one who wrote the questions or what not never happened right <laughs> she came seven weeks like later you know because we had it once a week and she had almost forgotten right what what was there what was going on and she was like so guys uh, and okay and that was only one lecture before the year, year was ending okay it was like that was the only lecture and then the college would be closed off for study leave for the final exams and the first year would come to an end and of course in the second year or third year we wouldn't have some you know stupid things such as a bc tutorial and so in the last lecture we were just doing time pass goodbyes and what not and so this questions right the 50 questions that i had written were never came to fruition no mock interviews or tens and other things of the activities that the professor in charge had planned ever actually happened So if I want to conclude this episode I would simply say that I a learned nothing you know the the reason this lecture existed was for no reason simply put 
I think it's a horrible education system. I think she did not do it out of her own volition. She did it because maybe it came from the higher authorities or the higher system and what not. And so she took extra time for the students, right? For uh, you know, basically delivering no value. And so the worst part was, right? She would be like one even the last minute she would be like, guys, guys, the you know the BCA tutorial lecture. Please make sure you're present. And the audacity, right? She would not come. See, see, she would never. She would never in advance like inform us that she would be not coming. So she always wasted her time, right? She always wasted her time. If you would be wondering, right, if the lecture were to be removed completely, what would change, you know? And I think the only thing different, you know, if I didn't have the BC Toots lecture, would be that this episode wouldn't exist, right? I wouldn't have nothing to rant about, and that's it. That's all I have for this episode. The end.